from the latest happenings on the diamond. This team will come up with a lot of different things. So for now, we've, we've got cheap heads. It works. To all the inside and expertise on things outside the ballpark. Out on deep dish pizza. Sorry. Um, no, do not apologize for that much. take. Yeah, it's the correct take. apologize <laughs> yeah. for being out on deep dish pizza. Just, we only turn to one person. Batter up. It's Sophia Minnert on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group's exclusive best used car selection of over 600 of your favorite cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit any of their eight locations or shop online at ewaldauto.com. And by Century Foods. Win the ultimate baseball fan experience from Century Foods. You could throw out the first pitch, hold the finish line for the famous racing sausages, or be on the field for batting practice. Enter at your local Century Foods. Magic number six for those Milwaukee Brewers got a win last night. Shockingly, I know this will shock no one who pays attention to this program, but I put a little bet on the game the day before when they lost. So jinx away, my friend. Jinx away. Sophia Minnert joining the program now. Sophia, do you think I'm a jinx? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Baseball and jinxes. They just, they go together like peanut butter and jelly right no i don't think you're a jinx it's possible Um, i'm starting to think i might be no well if you picked every play if you bet every game you wouldn't be a jinx because they're winning sure but i bet monday wait monday tuesday wednesday well you need to bet more games all right yeah sure spend more money um (laughs) sophia big day yesterday not only do they get the win over the cardinals who obviously are not a threat to the brewers in the division but it was craig council's 700th career victory it does feel like Mm -hmm. we are talking about craig council all the time as one of the underrated managers in baseball you think he has a shot at a uh, manager of the year award this year yeah, I mean, I think he absolutely should. Uh, we've we've talked about this. He has finished a, a runner-up twice now. I, it feels like he's always in the conversation. Um, and just for whatever reason, he's never been able to break through and formally win it. Um, and, yeah, I think you can absolutely make the case that that he deserves it this year. I know, you know, people are going to look at, you know, the, the Dodgers and the Braves uh, for the records that they have. Both and the Baltimore Roberts Orioles. And- oh, manager, I don't know who it is. You know, Sophia. The manager of the Baltimore Orioles is going to be. Now, is it National League Manager of the Year? Or is yeah. It- yeah, there, there's two. Yeah, there's it, there's awards per league. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree. He's Brandon Hyde with the Orioles is, is a fabulous candidate. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, people are going to look at, at the Dodgers and the Braves, rightfully so. Dave Roberts and Brian Snicker, they've each won before. They're both great managers. Um, but I think there were a lot of questions around the National League Central, uh, but just about the division overall, who would be factors in it. I think at the start of the season, you expected, you know, the Brewers and the Cardinals to be contenders. Um, you know, the Reds had had a good run for a while. But, again, it's like with Craig, his ability to just get the most out of his roster uh, his ability to manage a bullpen specifically at this time of year, we're biased. We see it every day. But to me, there's just there's no one better. I would agree. I think he's got a pretty good – when I look at it, because everybody expects Atlanta and the Dodgers to be good. I just don't know. Were there people, Sophia, thinking the Brewers would win the division? I think it's – you need to be a, a little bit of surprise to benefit because – He's as good a manager as there is in baseball, and I, I got to believe everybody in baseball knows that. It's just about what you need to be manager of the year. Yeah, and I think 
you know, it's like if you can, if you can like lock up the division with like a, you know, a pretty decent lead, I think that that always carries merit. Um, and look, this, this is a credit to Craig. He's almost a victim of his own success because, people look across the national league and they look at the division and they just, there's like, you know, the Brewers, this is hopefully going to be their fifth postseason in the last six years. Like people expect the Brewers to be in it. They expect them to be competitive and, and to be a contending team. And, you know, the pitching staff is a huge reason why, but, but Craig and his leadership is, is also a huge reason why it's like, you know, the identity of his teams, you just, you just expect Craig council teams to, be competitive and gritty and be in it and be in it until the end. And, and they find ways to win. And that's become sort of the signature of, of the Brewers and, and Craig Council teams. Sophia Minner joining Jen, Gabe and Chewy with Homer hanging out with us this morning. Um, so I told you that I bet on the game on Monday. They ended up losing one nothing to the Cardinals. Adam Wainwright on the hill. And Adam Wainwright, of course, is known for that curveball. Is this something that we should be concerned about going forward with the Brewers? Or is it just a Wainwright thing? I think Adam Wainwright had a really good night on one night against the Brewers. You know, like he is, he's a great pitcher. Um, That's sort of how baseball goes. Like, you know, he came into the night having an earned run average over seven. It's been a really, really challenging year for him as he was trying to get to 200. Um, He even said after the game, like for how challenging and frustrating and maddening his season has been that, you know, this was one night where he felt like a pitcher again, where he felt like himself and it just wasn't so difficult. Um, so, no, I, I don't really take anything away from, from one game like that. So you're not worried that the, that the curveball is the uh, kryptonite for this for this hitting staff? That, that's all I was worried about was that oh, these hitters yeah, maybe no, couldn't. No, 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 no. No, because his, his is so unique. Um, and, and part of what makes him difficult is, like, it's, it's actually, it's not velocity, right? It's, it's spin and it's not velocity. And that's what we heard from the players after the game. It's like, they just couldn't really make the adjustment on uh, such a slow pitch, I guess, you know, and I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. It's just, it was, it's not something that you see a lot of. You can make big money, Jen, if you can get Sophia to tell you which days the Brewer offense is going to be good. Because we know it's going to be good. Like, they had no extra base hits, and what did they have, 100 last night? I don't know this. <laughs> do you just go to every game, you know, hoping? Because they're they're pretty good, but it's an inconsistency that's kind of a part of the team. How do you evaluate them offensively? Clearly, it's good enough given their record, but they're just those days when they don't score. Is that a fair way to put it? Yeah, I think um... – this offense is different than the Brewers' offenses that we've seen in the past because I think before and, and sometimes their their issues in the postseason was like it was it was feast or famine and it was very home run reliant and and this offense is sort of the opposite. Um, they this is not a like home run fuel team. They are not going to be a juggernaut like the Atlanta Braves who. I mean, might set a record with the number of home runs that they hit this season. Um, and, and they have a couple of individual players who are having just monster historic seasons. Um, but the Brewers are doing it differently, and they've been doing it differently specifically since the trade deadline, really, since they added Mark, Cantan- Mark Hanna and Carlos Santana. Um, 
they're, they've been in the lower half of home runs in the National League. Um, you know, Willie Adamas is the only one in their roster who has more than 20 home runs. That's been different. Um, and so it's been, it's been walks. It's been stolen bases. It's been the running game. It's been extra base hits, like what we saw last night, where they opened up the fourth inning with four consecutive doubles, something they have not done before. Um, and it's been, you know, sacrifice flies. We've even seen some bunts in there. Um, so there, it's just, it's been pressure innings. It's been ball in play. They've been able to have multiple innings where they score multiple runs in a game. It's just like pressure. Um, and so that's how this team has been able to score. And Mark Hanna and, and Carlos Santana have done a great job of just helping lengthen this lineup. Um, so that's why I think you feel like, this is a different offense than what we've seen before. And, and hopefully that translates to, you know, being able to score in different ways in the postseason because that's ultimately what you're going to have to do um, to advance. Sophia, when do you start thinking about what you're going to be wearing in the clubhouse when there's champagne? <laughs> no, I'm being serious, when the champagne is flowing. Because, you know, you got to you got to uh, no, get your yeah. goggles, right? You got your goggles, I assume, your ski goggles. I actually don't go with the goggles. What? And I, I don't, I don't, because... You can't see, and they fog up, and you're constantly going up and down. It's just, it's honestly, it's kind of a hassle with the goggles. I've just skipped the goggles. They're not helpful to me. Have you ever gotten um, beer or champagne in your eyes? Because you can't see then either. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I wear contacts, and it um, it burns. Yeah, it burns. But the goggles, they're, they're just not helpful. Because you're, you're constantly going up and down with the interviews. They fog up. They also just get, like, covered in whatever you're getting sprayed with um it's just not helpful but to your point um i i just carry a generic black rain jacket with me at all times um for travel because you just never know what weather can be like um so that's usually what i take into the clubhouse for any post-game stuff for celebrations just zip that thing up um Make sure you have a, a decent outfit on that you don't really care about if it gets ruined, but pretty much dry cleaning will take care of anything. So, I, But I really don't plan any of that until we get to, like, magic number two. <laughs> well, that brings up the next point. Did I just jinx things by even mentioning champagne and beer and goggles and that whole thing? Did it, 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 Do we wish that Jen hadn't said anything? <laughs> um, no, because I'm still believing that you are not a jinx. She's the only one. Sophia Minner joining Jen Gabe and no, Chewy with Homer this morning. If, if, um, you will be a jinx if they don't win They don't win the division. It'll be on me. It will be totally I, on you. I can wear it. I'll wear it. Sophia, thanks for hanging with us. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Have a great day. Sophia Minner in the home stretch of the regular season. We hope that magic number will continue to fall as the days tick by. Homer and I are going to wrap up the show right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I have one live left. Is that what I'm hearing? Do 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 do. I have no lives left. We will take a break. Be right back after this.